Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We'll go straight to the WIBC hotline and bring on Breitbart immigration reporter John Bender. John, welcome back to the Hammer and Nigel Show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. I couldn't think of a better day to have you on. Um, like, we'll go to New York. We'll go to the southern border. We'll go to, you know, Democrat mayors whining and bemoaning the um, their sanctuary cities and all the illegal immigration. But I, I want to start in Evansville, like in southern Indiana here, man. A big story this week was how 70,000 fentanyl pills were confiscated at an Evansville hotel earlier this week. And then law enforcement mm. agencies are investigating into a drug cartel based out of Mexicali, Mexico, that was operating in southern Indiana and western Kentucky. And I saw that, John, I'm thinking, man, am I either naive or just I didn't know that drug cartels are operating in the Midwest? How prevalent are the cartels? How far have they made it into the United States? Or are they everywhere? Oh, the Mexican drug cartels are in all 50 states. Physically. Um, Yes. I mean, um, much of the drug trade, if not all of the drug trade in the United States, is now wholly owned and operated by the Mexican drug cartels. And even when you go down to the U.S.-Mexico border, I mean, folks are absolutely shocked to find out that the cartels operate all of the U.S.-Mexico border, not just the Mexican side of the border. Um, the border is completely operated by the Mexican drug cartels. There is no one that crosses um, daily that is not trafficked or smuggled by cartel members. I mean, you know, we hear the stories from the Biden administration about, you know, like four-year-olds walking across the border mm. by themselves, mm. being found and saved. Um, they are, are not walking across the border by themselves. You know, um, it's not if only that were the case, they would be much safer that way, in fact. Um, but they're trafficked and smuggled by adult, you know, male Mexican drug cartel members. Um, and that is kind of the root of the problem is that this international criminal organization um, is, you know, wreaking havoc on so many American communities. And as you mentioned, I mean, in the Midwest, who could have ever imagined this, you know, 50, 60 years ago? And yet here it is. Talk about the amount, just with this specific story uh, in southern Indiana, 70,000 fentanyl pills confiscated. That's really just a drop in the bucket, isn't it, John? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, these numbers are, you know, I mean, they're tracked pretty well by most of the major cities. And there was this incredible story just a couple of months ago um, that talked about the massive influx of drug trafficking and fentanyl overdose poisonings um, in San Francisco, so much so that, um, and you know, I mean, Honduran illegal aliens are specifically responsible for much of that because they do so much of the drug dealing. And the story was about basically how uh, Hondurans back in Honduras um, are getting rich off of selling fentanyl pills 
to Americans. In this case, it was San Francisco, but this is happening all over. I mean, you literally have folks back in their native countries buying, you know, buying up huge properties of real estate, um, and it's it's complete drug money. Um, and and it's you know, I mean, the the horrific stories that you've heard, you know, over the last few months alone from mothers going testifying before Congress and asking, you know, for some action to be done. And of course, barely anything has happened. You tend to believe that if this were happening in, say, Ukraine, um, we probably would have sent military troops over to Ukraine by now to help fix up their drug problem. Oh, sure. But it's happening in the United States. So yet there's not really any any uh, solution to it. I keep on hearing that that some of this fentanyl is coming from China. How is what is China's role in fentanyl coming across the southern border? How does it get down there and and how prevalent or how uh, active is China's role in the drug trade and in the cartels? Yeah, China's role is very active because much of the um, chemicals and kind of I guess what you would call sort of raw materials of making drugs um, come from China. That's produced in China primarily, and it's sent to Mexico and manufactured in Mexico, and then from there trafficked into the United States. Um, Is that in every case? No, it's not in every case, but China plays a major role in supplying the drug trade in the United States via Mexico through the Mexican drug cartels. Um, And that's how it gets to, you know, communities in the Midwest and all over the country and all 50 states. Breitbart immigration reporter John Bender here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Yesterday, we played the audio of New York City Mayor Eric Adams basically saying illegal immigrants are are ruining his city. I, I couldn't imagine a Democrat saying that uh, even two years ago. And trust me, if, if that mayor had an R next to his name, there would be a different response from mainstream media. I heard Joy Behar from The View play the clip and then she said oh i think he's being a bit dramatic don't you maybe (laughs) just maybe overall talk about the response uh, what you heard from mayor adams and and like it's like it's a huge problem and I, i like i agree with him but he's kind of he's kind of you know getting what he wished for in a way isn't it Absolutely. Um, I think that much of what's happening with New York City and also Chicago and now, you know, migrants, um, migrant buses being sent to California, um, you know, much of this is sort of reminds me of the Martha's Vineyard situation or migrants vineyard situation where you had DeSantis send, you know, the plane loads of, of illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard and all of the sudden, you know, um, 86% of the island voted for Joe Biden. And all of the sudden, the policies that pe- that these folks voted for, they are now having to live with the consequences of. And so much of the problem with blue cities is that because there's this drastic wealth disparity, um, you have the super rich and people that are barely getting by, 
Um, and the super rich are able to protect themselves from the things that they for that they foist on other Americans. Yes. And now it's kind of showing up at the doorsteps of New York City. And I mean, as you said, Eric Adams is absolutely correct. I mean, Behar saying that, you know, he's being overdramatic. Absolutely not the case. I mean, anyone that's been to New York City over the last six months will tell you that there are migrants all over Midtown Manhattan. They have no idea where to put them. There is such limited space on the island of Manhattan, on the island of Staten Island, uh, in Long Island, in Queens, in Brooklyn. Um, everything is so overly dense, densely populated to begin with. Um, so it's, it's a huge number to absorb. But when you think about the size of New York City, the fact that 9 million New Yorkers live in New York City and 110,000 illegal aliens have showed up over the last year. If a city that has the public infrastructure, the social services networks, um, you know, the police force, all of that to deal with a population of 9 million residents, every day, and they can't deal with an additional 110,000. If that is crippling to New York City, imagine what an an inflow like that does to a small community or even a medium-sized community in middle America that gets no attention on a day-to-day basis. Or, or John, a a border town in Texas, for that matter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And who is... You have many... Sure. You have many border towns in Texas that are have maybe a couple thousand people, and yet they are traversed daily <laughs> by thousands of illegal aliens, and little to no attention is paid to them whatsoever. Here's the thing I've noticed. We're speaking with Breitbart immigration reporter John, Bind, uh, John Bender, and in, in uh, Eric Adams like was up there, and all he seen, like I agreed with some of the stuff he was saying, but... Like, what's the solution? Like, he doesn't talk about Joe Biden. Is anybody blaming Joe Biden for this? Or is he just up there kind of whining? That's the key. Like, what Eric Adams needs to say is, look, you all voted for Joe Biden. This is a direct result of his policies of open borders. We probably better get something, somebody new in office. But I'm not hearing that from anybody, really. Are you? Um, not from Democrats. I mean, that is sure, absolutely, yeah. you're absolutely correct about yes. that. And you have to put into context Adams' statements from yesterday, but also what he said in the last month, which is bringing people to New York City isn't the problem. It's not that we don't want these people arriving. It's just that we have to give them work permits <laughs> so that when they do arrive, they can immediately start taking jobs. So the program that has been you know, lobbied by uh, Eric Adams and also New York Governor Kathy Hochul to the Biden administration has been to don't stop the flow at the border. Mm -hmm. Just when you release people at the border, release them with a work permit so that they're arriving to the United States and they can immediately start taking jobs. And of course, this is a huge money grab um, by, you know, giant corporations and big donors for the Democrats, as well as many Republicans, yeah. to inflate the labor market. Yep. I mean, we kind of know this routine by now. Uh, the end game is to keep wages very low by hugely increasing the supply of workers. Um, and so you're not hearing, you know, stop the flow, stop the flow. It's 
you don't have to stop the flow. You just have to release people wow. and give them work permits immediately. One more thing, and I want to play this audio here for you real quick. You wrote an article on some pushback. The New Yorkers that were protesting migrant camps chanting pasty white liberals at open border actors. <laughs> Let me play this for you here real quick. Pasty white liberals. Pasty white liberals. Pasty this was these were New Yorkers protesting migrant camps at you know at open border activists. There is pushback. If, if we got about maybe uh, you know forty five seconds left here, but there has been some pushback from uh, citizens on the ground, hasn't there? Oh, absolutely. And anyone listening, if they're trying to figure out what can I do, you know, how can I be involved in, you know, the fight against open borders and illegal immigration, look no further than what the residents, the patriots on Staten Island have been doing. I mean, quite literally turning migrant buses around to protect their neighborhoods, their communities, where their ta- where their tax dollars go. Um, and that's all they're asking for. You know, put us first. John Bender, uh, Breitbart immigration reporter. You are the best. Welcome back anytime and have a great weekend. Thanks so much. You too.